celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program, kicking off another week covering the great sport of horse racing and sports as well. Las Vegas style right here from our studio, our home base sports talk, 1400 a.m. Race Day Las Vegas starts another week of covering great sports and racing action. We welcome into the show. We look out the window of the studio here at about uh, nine minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, when we see the sun is shining through. Mm-hmm. Parts of the sky are blue. The other parts, of course, are lingering clouds that are moving out. And boy, did we have wind. Oh, man, we had some wind going through all day yesterday. And then on Monday, rain, damp, all that stuff. But it seems to be making its way all through now. Right now, here in Las Vegas, at uh, now about 10 minutes after 7 Pacific time, 48 degrees. But at least the wind has stopped. Man, I'm telling you, yesterday with the wind and the temperature, it was like wind chilled. Ooh, man. Anyhow, they say we're going to get up to 61 degrees today before this all shakes out. 61. Now, that ain't bad. Because we are now officially in springtime, right? Spring came about uh, 5 o'clock on Monday night. We are now in the spring of 2023 on this Wednesday, the 22nd day of March 2023, the date 3222023. So we welcome you to the show. Going to be an exciting week of a lot of good stuff happening. So we'll get started by just taking an overview of what's going to be happening this week. But uh, that's the temperatures and the weather right now here in Las Vegas, Nevada, your gaming capital. As we look across the contiguous 48 on our weather.com map, we see there's still a lot of lingering rain and snow and all that in California, especially Central California. Southern California got all that that stuff that we got few days ago. Uh, As far as Nevada is concerned, well, we still have snow in the the middle part of uh, Nevada. I can tell you driving in this morning, it was clear as a bell because, you know, with with the wind and rain, it just clears out the air. So it was clear as a bell and it was uh, a beautiful, majestic sight when you took it the the Sierra Mountain Range, which is west, of course, of us between uh, California and us, the mountain range. And the snow was not at the peak. It was way down below the middle of the mountain range. I mean, it was getting low. Beautiful white snow on the mountainside. The Sierra Nevadas, by the way, snowfall count this year in the Sierra Nevadas in California, the Sierra, total 56.4 inches, 56 feet, 4 inches of accumulated snow this season. Now, the record, which was set back 
in 1951-52, that's like 70 years ago, the record was 67 feet and 7 inches. And we're at 56.4 inches now on the Sierra Nevada. Just to give you an idea of the massive volume of rain and snow that's been going through from the west over California, Nevada, parts of Arizona, and then on to Utah and Colorado, etc. We're clearing out right now. And uh, I assume that they will be clearing out in Southern California. Damage has already been done in Southern California, though. Stand by. You know it's good. You know what I'm going to say. Friday's racing card at Santa Anita has already been canceled. Okay? They say they got over three inches of rain in the, uh, on the racetrack in the general area. So they expect it to dry out, but not quickly enough to conduct racing on Friday. So no Friday racing again. Another racing card canceled because of weather conditions in Southern California at Santa Anita. They will race on Monday. So you're canceling out Friday. They're going to flip that over to Monday. So this week they'll be racing in Southern California, weather permitting, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday instead of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's that's the first casualty of all this uh, unusually winter type weather in the southern southwestern sector of the contiguous forty eight. The rest of the country, well, there's snow over Utah and, and Colorado. That's good for us. That snow melt in Colorado gets in the Colorado River and it, it makes its way into Lake Mead and we need the water there. Uh, more snow north of the border uh, over uh, the Great Lakes area in Wisconsin in Canada. And a lot of rain, a lot of rain going out, a big pocket of, of rain, etc. over uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Carolinas. And right in the mid-Atlantic shorelines, there's some uh, weather that's moving out. You know, the jet stream goes from left to right, west to east. So it looks like pretty good. Uh, but the, the racing weather is going to be great in Florida. Nothing around it. It's clear in Florida. In the Gulf, all clear. Both sides of Florida clear. So you're okay there. And for the rest of the country, yeah. Remember, it's springtime all over the place. Oklahoma City is going to get 82 today. 82 in Oklahoma City. Right smack dab in the middle of the... U.S. of A. San Antonio is going to check in at 82. Miami, 78. New York, 59. Chicago, 52. And in L.A., where they're still expecting uh, some precipitation, maybe, 55 degrees. Here, we're going to top out at 61. And the weather that I explained to you for here in Las Vegas with a high of 48, uh, low of 48 right now, and 61. That's the kind of the, the pattern that's going to be all week. Just in case you uh, went home enough to <clears throat> unpack, wash your clothes, get ready to pack, and come back for the second big March Madness weekend, the NCAA tournament that will kick in again Thursday. Now we're into the Sweet 16, which means there'll be Four games on Thursday uh, with the two teams each, obviously. So that uh, takes care of eight of them. And then Friday, the other eight with four games. And then we'll whittle it down to uh, the Elite Eight. And by the end of the weekend, you'll have your final four in the matchups that will be one week from Saturday. And the teams that win the final four game two games, each team, uh, final four teams. The winners of, of that go-around will go into the championship one week from this coming Monday. So I hope I didn't confuse you, but that's it. Sweet 16 starts uh, on Thursday. And our sponsor, uh, the South Point, is now offering players a goodie for them. From now through the championship game, they will offer on straight bets only minus 105 and not the minus 110. They're cutting their juice in half. So if you like teams 
you're only going to pay the 5% juice and not the 10%, all right? Minus 105 bets and all the goody, all the goody stuff that happens at the South Point in March Madness the first weekend. We'll be doing it the second weekend as well, all right? Now, more madness as far as horse racing is concerned. A big week, one of the big weeks for the Kentucky Derby because there will be uh, four Kentucky Derby prep races that will yield Kentucky Derby leaderboard points this weekend. The first one will start early in the morning here in Las Vegas, and really quite early on the East Coast as well, at Maidan Racecourse when they hold the UAE Derby. Of course, it's Dubai World Cup Saturday. We'll be able to play the uh, Dubai World Cup over there at the South Point. Co-mingled, you know, paramutual, the United States paramutual co-mingling pool. Dubai World Cup, what do they got, 30 million plus in purses uh, starting off early on Saturday morning. It'll be highlighted by the Dubai World Cup, but the UAE Derby for three-year-olds will yield 100 points for the leaderboard. And then as we move our way through the contiguous 48, the fairgrounds will hold the Louisiana Derby. And the fairgrounds has eight stakes races on Saturday, highlighted by the Louisiana Derby and the fairgrounds Oaks for the three-year-old fillies. So the Louisiana Derby yields 100 points for the Kentucky Derby Future Book. Then we get to Turfway Park. And at Turfway Park, the Jeff Ruby Stakes Stake. Jeff Ruby Stakes Stake will also offer 100 points. For the Kentucky Derby, the Jeff Ruby Stakes for three-year-olds at Turfway Park. They will also hold the Bourbonette Oaks for the three-year-old fillies. Turfway Park has six stakes races on Saturday. So we have eight at Fairground, six at Turfway for both the three-year-old fillies and the three-year-olds on the way to the Derby. After... $30 $30-plus million dollars of purses won in Dubai at Maidan Racecourse in Dubai along with the UAE Derby. So that's how it shakes out on Saturday. Sunday, Sunland Park will have seven stakes races. That includes the Sunland Park Derby, which will hold 50 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard, and the Sunland Park Oaks. Now. We talk a lot about the Kentucky Derby leaderboard, but all of these races for the three-year-old fillies this weekend also have leaderboard points for the Kentucky Oaks. Okay, the 149th running of the Kentucky Oaks. So the Fairgrounds Oaks at Fairgrounds will hold 100 points for the Fairgrounds Oaks. Okay? The Bourbonette Oaks at Turfway Park is going to hold 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks. And the Sunland Park Oaks on Sunday at Sunland Park will also hold 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks. Leaderboard on the Kentucky Oaks before this weekend. The top filly is Wet Paint with 70. Then you have Pretty Mischievous at 63. Dorth Vader at 50 along with Mimi Kakushi at 50, and Shada Booty at 50. And then you got Wonder Wheel at 48, Red Carpet Ready at 35, and Tell Me No Lies at 30, Hoosier Philly at 25, and the Ollie's Look at 24. That's for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. As far as the Kentucky Derby leaderboard, Forte leads that with 90. Practical Move is second with 60, Confidence Game with 57, Angel of Empire 54, Raised Cane at 54, Tappet Trice and Rocket Can at four, uh, Tappet Trice at 50, Rocket Can at 40, Red Route 1 at 33, Instant Coffee at 32, and Classic Car Wash at 26. 
So you can see with all of those leaderboard points up for grabs, both for the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks this weekend, that leaderboard is going to change quite a bit. Big weekend. Big racing card in Dubai. Eight stakes at Fairground, six stakes at Turfway, Sunday seven stakes at Sunland. Good stuff all. Good stuff all. Just setting it up for the weekend. And, of course, along with March Madness that starts on Thursday here in town. What a great week to be here in Las Vegas. <clears throat> all righty. On today's show, we have uh, Tommy Massis, Jonathan Hardoon. John Lindo is going to uh, stop by. Give us uh, what's going to go on this weekend, etc. with him. Jerry Jackowitz is going to stop by with a little conversation. Uh, and, of course, uh, along with your racing menu. As far as recaps concerned, uh, on Sunday at Santa Anita, uh, let's see, Jeff Mullins had a couple of wins. Uh, but I got to tell you, the, the big race of the day on, on uh, Santa Anita on Sunday was the sensational start, six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. The winner there, and I'm talking about the absolute final jump to the wire to win by the slimmest of noses, was the chosen brawn. Wins by a nose, came off the pace to do it, just nailed Kings River Knight, who finished second and uh, Indian Peak was third. But the chosen brawn, trained by Eric Kruljak now, has won six stakes races in a row, all of the recent six stakes races with the rider uh, Mr. Barrios aboard, Hector Barrios. So Barrios has got the key with Chosen Braun. This horse has won 11 of 15 lifetime starts. What a, what a gamester this is. The Chosen Braun. Now, he paid $2.60 as the prohibitive favorite, but just imagine if he didn't win. How much uh, the pick four, early pick four and early pick fives would have blown up. Barrios came back to win the fifth race for Jeff Mullins' first of two winners on the day. And uh, all in all, pretty uh, decent day of racing over at Santa Anita. But what a what a race, chosen from. What a horse. Mm. Need a barn full of horses like that. Don't worry about the the big names. Horses like that make it happen. Day in and day out. Aqueduct on Sunday, pick six, pay thirty eight thousand five thirty one fifty. Seventy-three dollar winner stuck right in the middle in the fifth race. You had a fifty-two dollar and fifty cent winner in the first race. First two races at Aqueduct uh, on Sunday, there were two horses, one each in each race, that were bet down to prohibitive one to five favorites and lost. The first race winner paid fifty-two fifty. The second race winner, downing the uh, second one to five shot to go down in flames, paid twenty-one dollars. So the chocks were getting buried early at Aqueduct. And then you had a $73 horse in the fifth. So that early uh, pick five with fifty-two fifty, twenty-one even, $2.70 after that. Then a fourteen eighty and capping it off with a $73 horse. The pick five for $0.50, cents, how about paying off at $68,911? Featured Damon Runyon stakes won by Looms Boldly with Manuel Franco aboard, thirteen forty. They're outrunning Adima Alfrenze. And what's up, bro? Gulfstream Park. They're late pick five. My goodness. 9, 20, 4, 60, 33, 20, 5 even, and then the bomber in the 10th, 73, 80. That pick five paid 17508 and 65 cents. Uh, the pick six guaranteed today at Gulfstream, 600 grand if you're the single ticket winner there. And at Oaklawn Park, Robertino Diodoro had a couple of wins. Steve Asmussen had a couple of wins. And his son had three wins on the day. The young Asmussen riding now. Three wins on the day there. So just a little bit of what happened <clears throat> on Sunday. All right, time to get started because we got a lot to do. So let's go to our first break. And when we come back, your racing menu, a... Uh, bit of news and then uh, on to our handicappers. 
as we start out another great week covering the great sport of kings and a lot of hoop action as well. Las Vegas style here in Las Vegas. Sun shining bright right now here at the studio. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. All right, here we go. You ready? In the latest, (laughs) the latest, uh, I guess we'd call it uh, the latest installment, for the lack of a better term, of uh, the ongoing battle with Bob Baffert and the Medina Spirit situation. Now, he's already served uh, the 90-day suspension handed down by the Kentucky Racing Commission for the medication violation in the Kentucky Derby of 2021. But attorneys for Bob Bapper raised multiple legal issues related to the testing of the positive race sample of that derby winner, Medina Spirit, and the protocols followed by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission in a hearing uh, on uh, Tuesday. So now they say, now they say that um, the hearing officer in this latest go-round which, like I said, happened yesterday, will make the, her recommendation to the Kentucky Racing Commission on whether the horse should officially be disqualified or not. And that recommendation is going to be handed down sometime in April, which then tells you that it'll be in the shadow of two years away since this horse won the Kentucky Derby. And as Sonny and Cher would say, the beat goes on. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. We remind you of the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times on this racing menu. First post times that roll out in our racing and racebooks today, okay? However... If you're listening on many different platforms that we have that get this streaming around the world, let alone America, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your device apps, the KSHP radio station device apps that you can get at your app store, so you can hear us on your devices. And by the way, the KSHP, uh, our radio station website, just been revamped and renewed and all that. Great. you got to take a look at it. You can hear us that way, too, along with our websites. And, of course, uh, anywhere you get podcasting. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever you get it in all those platforms of streaming that we have, just remember that if you're not in the Pacific Time Zone, adjust to it. Because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss Mom and Dad first. Post times are Pacific So now, if you are ready, we'll go. All righty then. We begin the racing menu with Mahoning Valley Racecourse. 
which, by the way, had the highest payoff in the nation yesterday. Their 50-cent pick five paid 4939 and that was the highest in the nation yesterday. So Mahoning Valley Racecourse pick six jackpot today stands at $60,703. First post time for their eight races today at Mahoning is set at uh, 9.35. 9.35, first post at Mahoning today. Then we got Parks Racing. All right, Parks Racing. Pick five jackpot carryovers. I say carryovers because there are two. One's at $92,827. The other is at $110,477. 11 races today at Parks. You can figure out which one is which. 11 races, first post time, 940 at Parks Racing today. Next comes Gulfstream Park. Now, we already told you about the uh, guarantee, but the Pick 6 jackpot cash in the Pick 6 jackpot today, $415,596. That's the cash in there. But if you happen to be the only winner today, the single Pick 6 jackpot winner, they're going to pump it up and give you $600,000. First post time, Gulfstream today for eight races, 940. Then we get to Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has eight races. And uh, they have a small pick six jackpot carryover, $1,674. Their first post time is 950. Then we go to the fairgrounds, Nolens. Now they're setting it up for a big Saturday of racing at the fairgrounds. Their first post time today for nine races is set at 11.15, 11.15. Turf Paradise. Boy, I'll tell you, they are in trouble there again. The uh, Heisa folks gave Turf Paradise until the last day of this month, which is uh, what's, you know, I mean, come on, today's already the 22nd. So they got until the 31st of March to repair their railings. They said the railings repair, the railings need repairing. They said the repairs are not good enough so far for Turf, Turf Paradise. Anyhow, they're going today. They have eight races. The first three races are quarter horse trials for three-year-olds at 350 yards. Races four through eight will be thoroughbreds. That makes up the eight races. First post time at uh, Turf Paradise with a pick six jackpot carryover of $56,181 is set at 125. And then you got uh, Penn National. Penn National's got a super high five jackpot carryover. $15,466. They got seven races, and their first post time is 3 p.m., and that is your Wednesday racing menu. Alrighty. Is that enough for you? Huh, huh, huh? Good. Now let's go to uh, Tommy Masses standing by. Tommy, good morning. Bang, bang. Kentucky shot me down. Bang, bang. <laughs> What's that? Kentucky shot? Oh, you mean in, uh, in the uh, tournament? <laughs> yeah. No I'm, talk- no, I'm talking about Bob Baffert. Then you said oh. to beat those on with. I get it now. Yeah. That's, uh, that's... I could have went to Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, but you yeah. know, I don't think that was good. Okay. That, was, uh, that obviously is the tempo of the song, uh, you know. That we were, I was but I am, uh, I am alive. Uh, my team, uh, the Florida Atlantic, still kicking. Florida Atlantic is. They play uh, Thursday in New yeah, York. Play, uh, uh, it's a 6 o'clock game against Tennessee. But Tennessee's a small, well, they're favored by five, five and a half right now. Yeah, and then I think the next matchup, you know, ain't that hard, much harder or easy. It's not going to be easy, but it's not like. You know they're going to be big dogs. Anyway. Hey, they're they're a good team. They're a good team. They made it to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. That's for sure. By the way, Las Vegas here in Las Vegas, we actually have one of the uh, regional semifinals here live at T-Mobile uh, Arena, the West uh, West Regional semifinals. That'll happen uh, on uh, Thursday as well, Thursday and Saturday, Arkansas, Connecticut, and Gonzaga, UCLA. So we got some of that stuff happening. Live here in Las Vegas as well as we continue with March Madness. How's March Madness going at Gulfstream Park? Ah, that's all right. Starting to warm up again. By the way, UCLA, UCLA coach Mick Cronin comes from a family of horse players. Oh, really? Well, that's nice. Didn't he? Uh, he was, uh, well, yeah, it, it makes sense because he was the coach, I think, at Cincinnati before UCLA, right? 
That's right. And all and, the Keeneland executives, yeah. executives love in his family. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati is right across the Ohio River from uh, uh, Florence, Kentucky, which is, of course, where Turfway Park is at. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of horse country there, that's for sure. So. Yeah, I hung out with his father and his brother at Keeneland, so that's a confirmed thing. They're big horse players. Yeah, well, that's good. That's, that's all right. That's good stuff. That's for sure. What's, hot, what's not going on at uh, Gulfstream? Well, I've really been pivoting from Gulfstream to Santa Anita. And it's it's just more, you know, you, uh, if I'm not doing well somewhere, I, I I have a gag reflex, so I just kind of move on. And, and it started more with those cross-country bets. Yeah. So I'm, I'm doing my work at Gulfstream, and Gulfstream's knocking me out. I'm getting the Santa Anita races pretty dialed in. Okay, well, but you're here today to give us a Gulfstream pick. What the heck's that mean? Oh yeah, no, no, I still got notes and all uh, that. Okay, Believe me, all right, playing, you know. All right, okay, because you know you you don't you're not going to be able to do anything with San Anita till Saturday. It's all right. I, you know what? I hate that they canceled, but they canceled early enough. Yeah. To set it up to run Monday, and you know, I'm sure people drive from LA all the way to. Arcadia to what, you know, the worst thing is driving even 20 minutes, never mind an hour and 20 minutes, and you get there and they're canceled. Yeah, well, I can tell you this. Uh, 20 minutes in Southern California, that traffic there is like driving an hour anywhere else. So, yeah, you're right. All right. And so, what, you know, I, $114 cab ride from LAX to Arcadia. Ha, ha, ha. Gosh. I've been there. <laughs> well, all right. Let's see if we can get some cab money, dinner money, and any kind of else money uh, for Gulfstream Park today. What are we doing? Race five, uh, number nine, uh, Bellador. Uh, Ralph Nix does well with, you know, gives them a little break, and they come back, usually run good. He's been working okay. Uh, I guess a kind of a drop in class, but it looks like lone speed really in here. I think he can clear this field and go wire to wire. And Tyler Gaffleyone, if you want to talk about hot, has been hot lately. Yeah, he has. That's for sure. All right. So we've got uh, Tyler Gaffleyone on your pick in the fifth race, which is the anchor of race, of course, of the early pick five and early pick four. You like the nine Ballador. Eight to one on the morning line. That's Tommy's uh, first pick. And uh, where are we going next? If we're going anywhere. Oh, my other, two of my other picks were scratched. So I'm going to go to the fairgrounds race number five. And if you want to talk about not hot, I like number three, New Year's Surprise, 0 for 37 jockey, 0 for oh. 51 trainer. But, you know, this trainer, I don't, I don't want to say anything, but, he, you know, he, I think he's out of touch with the reality. He runs horses way over their head. He'll drop a horse from 30 to 12, run third, and then run him in an allowance. This horse is more a turf horse, but they've been running him way too high. So he's dropping in today. He's going to be a big price. And I'm going to take a swing at number three, New Year's Surprise, and race number five at Fairgrounds. All right, number three, New Year's Surprise with uh, Chavez, and you're expecting him to get off the schneid here at 15-1 to 1 on the morning line. i got to tell you, there's a 4-5 to five shot in that race you're trying to beat, though, right? I hate that horse. Like, you, you claim a horse for 50000 right? Yep. And you come back and run him for thirty. And, and this is not New York. The purse is only 26000 The The math doesn't work. Nothing makes sense. If uh -huh. he wins, he wins. But uh -huh. I wouldn't use that horse for fifth. All right, so you're going to take a stand in the fifth race on the four to five favorite open road, and you're going with the 15 to one second longest shot on the morning line in the fifth race, number three, New Year surprise, which uh, would be a surprise, and it would be uh, not a uh, not a bad surprise in the third month of this new year, anyhow. So in the fifth race, you like the three at the fairgrounds and at Gulfstream Park, you like in the fifth race there. Uh, the nine horse, Balador, which happens to be a first time uh, gelding too uh, today. Yes, that's right. And, and, you know, back to New Year's surprise. In a race like that, where if you throw out the five, there's only six horses. I'm not a guy who likes the spread, but I think there's an opportunity there to play like the horse I like or whatever, you know, for first, second, third, even wheeling the field. Because I, I really, you know, 
I'll be surprised if Open Road shows up. So that's your 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 the big play here in the fifth race. Uh, philosophically, is going to be to take a stand, uh, stand against the four to five favorite for all the reasons you just said, and try to make money out of this race by beating the what should be the odds-on favorite. Yeah, you know this horse is just too good. Yeah. He looks too good. He's got three ninety-plus buyers, uh-huh. right? And you claim him for 50, where uh-huh. the horse ran okay, 83 buyer, now yeah. in for 30, pass, 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 pass. All right, you got it. We're going to pass it along to our listeners, and uh, Tommy, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Good luck, everyone. All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot. All right, we're going to go to Jonathan Hardoon. Philosophy there, Jonathan, makes sense to try when you, when you think you got a four to five shot beat to try to take a shot in the race? Absolutely. That's what... And that's when you're supposed to take advantage when you find situations like that. You wait for plays like that. And uh, in the long run, it's a positive uh, way to attack it. Well, I know you were positive. Over the weekend, you gave us two winners and two second-place finishers out of four starts. So you had all live horses, and half of those horses were collecting the win mutual on them, that's for sure. And uh, you were as hot this weekend as uh, Linda Rice and uh, Mr. Atris last week, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, they're really making a mockery of things. Uh, two weeks ago, I think Atris won like eight out of ten races. Yeah. And Linda Rice took over. She buried everyone on Sunday with <laughs> losing the first two races with horses that laid over the field at two to five and yeah. three to five, respectively. I think she had one winner on Sunday. And uh, she had a second, but that was it. I mean, they're sending it in on her horses, and they're just over bed. You know, the problem is you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You either avoid those races. They're short fields to begin with, and she's going to have two out of the six horses in the race. You know, it's just bad betting opportunities. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, both those uh, horses you were talking about in the first two races Sunday at Aqueduct, and she's using her main guy, Jose Lascano, one to five on both of those horses. They failed to get there and produced a fifty-two fifty winner in the opener and a twenty-one dollar winner in the uh, in the second race. But boy, she has been hot. I think she had a run of uh, <clears throat> ten wins of eleven of her latest starts. So um, she was she's doing very well. All right. Yeah, the, the pick five paid sixty-eight thousand for fifty cents yeah. the first pick five, and and I think there was one one field that had eight horses in it. The rest of them were basically short. Yeah, you know, sixty-eight thousand sounds like a lot of money, but for some of those results, I don't think it was enough. So All right, that, so that was Sunday. Well, you know, and I got to tell you, and it too, it short fields. Uh, you know, a lot of people aren't betting a lot of money in those races. They don't need to because they don't have to go through multiples and everything. So, the uh, the the uh, the amount of the handle uh, considerably short, but it, it figured that way. Now we coming up this weekend with all these Derby preps and all that, and we know you have a an uh, an interest uh, certainly with uh, Instant Coffee that's running at uh, the fairgrounds, right? Yeah, he's the two-to-one morning line favorite. Uh, he's drawn inside. It's a tough race, I'll tell you that much. I looked at it. Uh, I don't know if you want a better two-to-one shot in that field, to be honest with you, but uh, the horse is doing great. Cox says he's never been better, so uh, he would need to run a new top, and uh, he looks like he's certainly sitting on it. So I would expect him to run the best race he's run yet, and uh, that's what the connections uh are feeling as well. Well, you know, Cox has got three in the race. Instant Coffee, of course, is the uh, favorite amongst those three, but uh, he'll also bring in Tappet's Conquest and uh, Jace's Road. And you got uh, Kenny McPeak going with a horse, uh, Keith DeSormo, Todd Pletcher's got a couple, Steve Osmussen. So you're right. It, it uh, But it, uh, hey, look, a million dollar purse as well, you know. Yeah, I mean, his his big edge in the race, Instant Coffee, is he's drawn inside. So the, the main competition to him, I think, is drawn outside. So being inside certainly gives you an edge, especially at that track. Yeah, and uh, we are also re- reminded that uh, he likes, he, he's performed well over that track, too. Yeah, he has a win there. Yeah. And they kept him there, uh, you know. You know, with this race in mind, everything is on schedule so far. All right, so uh, so you'll be uh, naturally you, you'll be texting us uh, picks over the weekend, but on Friday we'll uh, pick your brain about the uh, Louisiana Derby, the UAE Derby, and the Jeff Ruby Stakes. So that is 
Oh, your... my favorite, uh, Dubai and uh, Tapita tracks. Thank you, Ralph. You well, Any other assignments? That's why. Get... That's why I gave it to you today. That's your assignment. You got until Friday to figure it out. Oh, okay. Okay, okay wise guy. Since you said that, I'm throwing in the Sunland Derby too. How about that? That's Sunday. No yeah. problem. Yeah. So you won't be. You'll... But I will be doing. I will be doing fairgrounds this week. Uh, so I'm going to swap that out with a different track. I'll okay. Figure right. out. So today you have two tracks. You got Gulfstream and uh, Tampa Bay, right? Yes, sir. Okay, full sheets of Gulfstream, Tampa Bay today. And when you get to Saturday, uh, you usually do Gulfstream, Oaklawn, Santa Anita, and uh, uh, what did I mean? Aqueduct. And Aqueduct. Yeah, you got them all. All yeah. the major tracks we try to cover. And so you're going to replace one of those with the fairgrounds on Saturday then, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, let's get to work. I mean, you had two winners and two second-place finishers over the weekend, so you're hot, Mr. Rice. Well, the first race I was going to do was the fifth race, but uh, Tommy picked that race, so I'm going to uh, pull an audible here. And let's look at the second race today, where I like the number four horse, Little Belita, four-year-old filly from the Colin Maraborn. Um, a Morales aboard to ride. I'm not sure. There was a Morales on Sunday, Ralph, that got hurt. It was either Tampa or Gulfstream, uh-huh. uh, they got kicked in the paddock, and uh, the guy actually went in for emergency surgery trying to save his pinky from being uh, come off. You know, Ooh. it's a very scary situation. Okay. So if it's not, if it is that Morales, there'll be a rider switch. But uh, as of now, I'm going to go with uh, Angel Morales. I'm sure I'll hear about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's, she's listed at six to one on the morning line. This is the main track. She ran very well last time out in defeat. I like number four, Little Belita, to win today's fourth race. I'm sorry, to, to win today's second race. Right. The second race, number four, Little Belita. And by the way, uh, there are no late changes in the second race as far as jockey changes. The only uh, change there is the scratch of the five. So I guess uh, it was the other one. Right, there's a scratch. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, real, real quick, Jonathan, real quick, in the fifth race, you know, people can do uh, exact boxes, so you might as well give them at least the horse that you would have given them. Well, I would have gone with number set, number six, Seven Bridges Road, okay. uh, eight to one shot. Tommy Pompey sends out the right. four year old Colt who's on the improved. All so right, you so make, you can hook him up with uh, Tommy's horse, who certainly has a serious shot, and his horse is also priced. Yeah, both of them are eight to one. That's why I asked you to give it to us in the fifth race. Uh, you're, the horse you, you were going to give it to us is number six. Tommy came with the nine. They're both eight to one on the morning line. So I got a Sirocco exact to play in the fifth at Gulfstream of the six nine nine six. Okay, one more and we'll let you go. Tampa Bay, race number six, the number one horse, liking it twisted. A four-year-old filly was claimed out of her last stop by trying to carry Raven. Carrie Raven is nine for twenty-eight at the meet. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesus Castanona board to ride. Okay. She's listed at eight to one in the morning line, stepping up in company. I like number one, liking it twisted to upset and win today's sixth race out of Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs, race number six, number one, liking it twisted. Kind of thoughts about the show. Twisted. <laughs> in any case, it be one in the sixth race. Get the rest right now at your website, right? J-O-N-H-A-R-D-L-O-N.com. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe. Be well. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. You got it. Uh, John Lindo's next. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. 
the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, we're going to wrap it up with a uh, quick conversation with uh, John John Lendo and uh, Jerry Jackowitz. So uh, let's go to uh, John first. John, good morning. Ralph, this might be Jerry here. Uh, Hold on. I'm sorry. Punched the wrong button. There's John. Good morning, John. You found me. Good morning. Yeah. How you doing, Ralph? All right. Well, we uh, we don't have uh, Santa Anita on Friday. I know it's going to be sunny and nice because we're starting to get that weather now, the break in the weather. But they say that there was too much moisture and they're going to let the track dry out another day. We got quite a bit of rain yesterday. Some more rain last night. It's we're, We've got some clearing now, but we're supposed to get the, the last part of this storm sometime this afternoon. And then the weather looks good for the next 10 days. We should be in good shape. But uh, yeah, they're uh, Santa being proactive. They're they're calling off the the racing for Friday. We'll go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and at that point, they should have full use of the turf course by Saturday. That's what they're thinking is. So uh, we'll see how it goes. No training yesterday. No training today. Um, just joggers. I'm thinking tomorrow. So hopefully, they can get some gallops, some works in starting Friday. And you know, with all the interruptions in training, we're having trouble keeping horses fit enough to run. I know, I know. This becomes a, a point where you look at the past performances and you really don't know how uh, fit these horses are off of those last races to handicap with. But everybody's got the same uh, dilemma, that's for sure. Hey, uh, you know, uh, Manny Franco uh, might have, uh, I'm not, uh, Manny Franco might have a big weekend in New York, but I'm talking about Giovanni. Uh, he might have a big uh, weekend at Santa Anita because a lot of guys are going to be gone. Yeah, I think seven guys are out of town on Saturday. You've got the Tory and Hector Berrios down in Dubai. Uh, Flavio Pratt will be at Fairgrounds for the Louisiana Derby. And you've got, I think, four riders at Turfway Park for that big card that includes the Jeff Ruby Stakes, yeah. including uh, uh, Velasquez, Kimura, uh, Raspoli and uh, oh, there's one more that off the top of my head I can't remember. But there's uh, four of our jockeys will be out at, at Turfway Park on Saturday. Uh, I think the jockeys that are going to be gone are Detori, Barrios, uh, Pratt, Vas- uh, Velasquez, and Desormo and Raspoli, right? Desormo is the other one. Yeah, he'll yeah. be down at Turfway Park. And uh, you know, along with uh, Mr. Uh, Giovanni Franco, uh, you got uh, I think Tiago Piera might have a few more winners. Yeah, and you would think that uh, Juan Hernandez, the leading rider, is going to get the pick of oh. the letter with, with most of the competition gone. So he he could run up a big number this weekend. Yeah. Although he'll be gone on Sunday, he'll be uh, he'll be at Sunland Park for the Sunland Derby. Yeah. The three of our riders, Maldonado and Hernandez, and yeah. and uh, I forget who the other guy is, but uh, they're going to be in that six hundred thousand dollars Sunland Derby. I got to tell you, this is the time of the year when they're all scattering, looking for Derby horses. That's for sure. And uh, this is one of those big weekends to do that away from Southern California. And certainly, um, John, you have to, I guess, uh, audible with the Linda report this week. Yeah, we, we we're already set to do Gulfstream Park tomorrow, and with the early cancellation, I'll do Gulfstream Park on Friday as well. So it'll be Gulfstream Thursday, Friday, and then back to Santa Anita. Saturday, Sunday, and that makeup day Monday. All right. Uh, so, uh, well, we'll get it in on Monday. Monday can kind of be like a fun day of racing when you can play Santa Anita, that's for sure. But uh, no moss on Friday. All right, uh, John, we'll let you go, and uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, tomorrow or uh, Friday. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll, we've got a card for to, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, so we'll be all set. All right, you got it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, good luck. All right, Jerry J., good morning. Good morning. That's news. Yeah. I did. I did the Santa Anita card last night. At least my first run through for. I. For you might want to check your texts. I thought I texted you to let you know. In any oh, case, wow. in any case, um, you have a different take on the streak uh, that Linda Rice, uh, that the Daily Racing Forum and other publications said she had. Right. Well, normally I don't pay that much close attention to these kinds of things, but uh, and. and you know, when I when I think of those streaks, I remember back in the day, Frank Pizarro once won 16 in a row, and Pat Byrne won like 14 in a row. I might be getting those numbers a little wrong, but I'm I'm in the ballpark there. So uh, seven in a row is, which is really a nice run. I hadn't thought much about, but but the thing that struck me about it is I'd given out a horse on the show from Linda Rice, mm-hmm. Movie Moxie, right. who ran third. Yep. Um, and, you know, you're announcing the streak, and I'm like, wait a second, we lost that race with Linda Rice. Right. You lost yeah. the race with Linda Rice. Right. Mm-hmm. Linda Rice happened to have won the race. Right, with another, um, with another horse. She, right. She has, very often, she runs uh, two horses in a race. Oh, sure. A couple, then. Sure. 
And um, so I suppose, you know, I suppose that's, yeah, sure, that's a streak of sorts, but it, it's not much in my my book. If, it, if she was running them as entries, as a single entry, then I'd be, be more. So you, you don't think it ought to be a, a streak because she had one more horse in the race. So in other words, the only way you think the streak ought to stay alive if the two horses she had in the race had dead heated to win. Right. Pretty much, right? or if they were an entry, or if they were actually an entry. Uh, all right, let me ask you this. if you, As a player, right. if you were to bet two horses a race for six consecutive races and won all six races with your bet, would you consider— I would have been six out of 12. But I would, would have made 12 bets, and I would have had six winners. Okay, that's, I, I, that's exactly right. But you would have had six winners in a row, would you not? Well, I mean, you know, there's all sorts of crazy stats you can use to fool yourself. All I'm asking, I, I'm asking, okay. you're right, you would have won six out of 12, you won a 50% of your bets, but would you have won six in a row? I w- what I would have actually done is... Okay, you're not going to answer the question. You're not going to answer No, I am, question. I am answering it. The answer is no, I am answering it. I'm saying no? I, would won six, I would have won six bets out of 12. That's what I would have run. That's how I would have logged it into my uh, into my uh, okay. logbook. If you'd have bet I mean, the, if you'd have bet if you'd I mean, have bet somebody it, else can call it whatever they want. I'm not If I'm you'd have bet uh, two horses a race in the pick 6 and won right. all and won all six races in the pick 6, would they not pay you? Well, of course they would, but right. I wouldn't tell somebody I did it on a single ticket. No, you wouldn't. But you would, would you you could say you could say you won six in a row. Of course, I've won a well, lot. Of, I've won a lot of pick sixes. I've won maybe thirty of them. But so you uh, have won six in a row, correct? Well, yeah. And that, if you want to use that 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 approach, you'd be correct. Yeah. It's a well, very slim. What I'm saying. Okay. Look. So here, here's my favorite. I brought this up on the show a million times. The, the overwhelming statistic is that the horses run in the second in the second start. They move forward. Uh-huh. But it's a misleading statistic because the truth of the matter is the majority of horses which stink run very poorly in the first race. You know, they were last by 33 lengths. Uh-huh. Obviously, you're going to run a little faster the second time. So they skew the, they skew the, the statistic. The statistic of horses running second time faster in their second start is really not true. Mm-hmm. Because the majority of horses, the actual mean, if you go to the mean, the majority of horses run slower in their second races. Only the only the horses at the very bottom and the horses at the very top tend to run faster in their second race. I see. And again, I mean, it's a misleading. It's true. It's true that the majority. If you look at all the horses that ever run in their second start, they do run faster by a small amount. Mm-hmm. But it's misleading because in the majority of horses, we actually bet are. Uh, don't run faster in the second race. And the same thing here. Your question is, if I, if I make 12 bets and I win six of them, mm-hmm. I can, how do I look at that? Well, I look at it as I made 12 bets and I lost six. All I right. won six. We're, we're, we're obviously, uh, <laughs> it's just a, a matter of... Uh, semantics. Exactly. Okay. Not, no semantic, though. It's one more thing to say. Say it. Have a great race day, everybody.